it's me. It's motherfucking me, bitch. Hey, y'all. How is everyone doing? It's been quite a while since I've podcasted. Whoop, whoop. What else is fucking new? Um, I don't know. Um, perhaps the interview I went on and then discovered that um, they advertised it as a remote job, but it is not a remote job. And then I can't start until December 2020. Bitch, I need money now. Guys, I, I don't mean to talk about my financial struggles ever or out loud, but um, it's a fucking struggle. It really is. Um, not being able to work because of COVID at two of my jobs that I have. Um, thank goodness I still have those jobs, but I cannot work them because of COVID. So therefore, I'm not getting paid by them because of COVID. I don't mean to complain, but here's the thing. It is tough being a broke bitch. It is real, real tough being a broke bitch. I'm going to say that again. We need more empathy and sympathy towards those who are broke bitches because it is a fucking struggle. My hair, looking wrecked. My nails, looking even more wrecked. My face, looking a little busted. The under eye circles under my eyes, dark and baggy baggier than the sweatpants that I'm wearing currently matched with the robe that I'm wearing currently because I needed some support. I needed some emotional support. So what did I do? I put on sweatpants and I put on my robe. Okay. I'm still wearing the top that I had for my Zoom interview. But other than that, I got my robe on, pantsless, under the sweatpants. <laughs> I am really going through it right now, guys. Um, but yeah, if anybody wants to hire me, I have amazing qualities, okay? Um, I can um, do laundry real, real well, okay? Um, I'm fabulous at speaking. Um, I, I know when to censor myself. JK, fuck that. No, I'm, I actually do. Um, but yeah, if anybody's looking to hire someone um, for remote work, um, I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> I am available. And um, I am hungry to work and for money. Almost as hungry as I am for dick. All right. I will, sorry, I just like muted myself for a second. That wasn't cute. Um, but, but here we are. Anyways, um, so yeah, um, no, I'm not as hungry as I am for the penis, the penine, the penine, the punomu, the penamadolo. Um, I think I just, I need to update you guys on the, the, pe the peen situation, the peen. Um, my search for high quality peen slash just any respectable man, sorry about that, I was like adjusting the volume or whatever, slash any um, just high quality bruv. I'm not even looking for high quality at this point. I don't even know what I'm saying. But anyways, um, so my journey, my journey to find the long lost penis of my dreams or just penis in general. 
I'm going to start off with the story of, I'm going to call him Thomas. His name is not Thomas, by the way. This guy and I start talking, 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 conversations flowing. Met him off a hinge. He's mad fucking cool. He, uh, you know, lives fairly, no, no, he doesn't live fairly nearby. Um, he lives upstate. A couple of weekends ago, I was heading upstate with my friend Kev to go visit. Oh, you've got, you, you guys heard about Kev before. He's been on the podcast before a couple of times, but besides the point, um, so Kevin and I, we, we went upstate with some friends to do a real tour, um, real track tour, pedal tour, something like that. But it was really, really fun. It was great. I highly enjoyed spending time with all the pals. And then um, we went up to my school, and this particular guy that I was talking to on Hinge lives an hour and 45 minutes away from my school. And previously when talking about um, meeting up and, you know, um, uh, acquiring the peen and the veen. Um, he was like, yeah, I can't wait to come up. Like, I'll come up and see you. Yada, 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 yada. Um, all this talk, all this talk. And then when it came time for the weekend and I was on my way upstate, he goes and says, oh, I don't know what gave you the impression that I was coming up, but sorry, I'm not coming up. Um, maybe once I move into my apartment in three months, uh, we can meet up. Ha 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 ha. Slash, oh, should I delete my Hinge account? LOL. And I told him, well, I just keep my notifications off. Like, you do you, boo boo. Um, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wait for you. I didn't say that outright. I said it in a more polite way, but essentially, I'm not gonna wait for you. This was a dire moment, and I thought that he was going to come through, and like most men, they don't, um, unless they want to fuck you, um, but yeah, he did not come through, and I was very annoyed, so lo and behold, lo and motherfucking behold, I'm over here, M my friend Kev, newly single of, since before quarantine. He's been beingless for a little bit. Me, I got the quarantine goggles on. And I'm over here flirting with my best friend, Kevin. You know how fucked up that is? I don't think he even realized. <laughs> but I literally was going to go and try and hook up with my friend, Kev. Anybody who's listening to this right now and who knows me and who knows Kevin is probably mouth agape, their eyes wide open, their ear holes um, corroded with the battery acid flowing from my mouth right now because they are overwhelmed by this, by this notion, by this fact, by this note, as am I currently. Because Kevin is like my best friend, my best dude friend. I would never, never, never in a million years, no offense, Kevin, no offense. Like, think about escalating the relationship beyond platonic. You know what I mean? And, of course, I'm over here in the midst of the quarantine. We're going on a little quarantine vacation. And we're over here watching Transformers. <laughs> Not even the movie with Megan Fox. I'm talking about the cartoon that just recently came out on Netflix. Um, it's actually pretty entertaining, by the way. Anyways, and I'm looking over at him 
And I'm like, oh shit. Sad, don't do it. Bitch, don't do it. <laughs> and I'm over here like, Kevin, like, are you the big spoon or are you the little spoon? And he, he doesn't even look at me. He's still watching Transformers and he's like, uh, I don't know. Red flag number one. I knew I was pushing it too far when he said, I don't know. Because Kevin is one of the biggest Casanovas I know. He's over here. I, I used to make fun of him for, um, you know, um, you know, meeting up with me for drinks at school back when we were in school together. And him, you know, walking into the bar and being like, Sab, like, I gotta be honest, my dick fucking hurts. The amount of sex I've been having makes my dick hurt. And I was like, Kevin, your dick shouldn't hurt. Like, do you have an STD? I'm concerned for you. And he'd say, no, I don't have any STDs. I'm just having so much sex that my dick hurts. Okay? So that, that's a little background story for that. So red flag. He goes, I don't know. And I'm like, how do you, I, I like take that in. And I'm like, how do you, how the fuck do you not know? Like, you just got out of a relationship. You've had relationships before. You're out here having your dick hurt back in college. And currently, I really don't know. But he's over here having his dick hurt, quote unquote. Sorry, I just burped. And he doesn't know if he's the big spoon or the little spoon. Okay. So I turn over to him. I'm like, how the fuck do you not know? And he goes, no, I do know. I'm the big spoon. Then all of a sudden he gets up and he leaves. And I'm like, bruh, bruh, what just happened? I was like, I pushed it too far. My bad. <laughs> I just ruined the Transformers mood. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, and he ends up just like napping outside on the couch. I'm here just watching my, watching my shows, smoking some bud, enjoying my time, you know? And little did I know that he doesn't like, I didn't see him for the rest of the day. So he ended up sleeping outside. And then his friends picked him up to go to um, a brewery. So I hadn't seen him the whole day. This probably happened in the morning. Didn't see him. Um, I ended up passing out later at night and then didn't realize that he was trying to text me to get back into the house um, that we were staying in. And I was sleeping. So some, some other person had to let him in. And then I woke up and there he was. And he was like, hey, ready to go home? And I'm like, oh, my God. What a weekend. What a weekend. But but hey, that's that's what happens. When you put the quarantine goggles on, you just you just start looking at your friends in a different way. You're like, wow. 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 <laughs> like those toms you wear? Damn boy. <laughs> Kevin's gonna hate me for saying that. Hello, ah. <laughs> hello. Um I can't. I really can't. Um, but yeah, so I haven't been so lucky in the in the penis department. Um, so 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 sorry, Kevin. That happened. But we're gonna move on, okay? Just like friends do. We, like when they have a fight, even though this wasn't a fight, we just you know shake hands and we move on. <laughs> I don't know. Is that how people deal with the situations with their friends? They just you know sorry sorry I tried trying to fuck you. Um, but let's shake hands and move on and pretend this never happened, okay? Okay. So, so that was that weekend. And then I start talking to another guy. 
All right, I start talking to another man. Let's call him Connor. His name is so far away from the name Connor, but it's great. I'm just going to use all these platonic, like, white boy names, casual Caucasian names um, that just scream that they were birthed from a Karen or a Brenda the bitch. Um, but, um, yeah, talking to a new guy, really cool. We're chit-chatting, and then, you know, it comes time to go and FaceTime the dude. Um, really cool dude. Enjoyed talking to him. But um, we didn't talk anything sexy. Like, we weren't flirting. Like, we were just talking about the injustices and the socioeconomic lack of diversity um, in Long Island in comparison to the city, for example, and just how stark the differences are in uh, economic inequalities. But besides the point, not to get too quote-unquote political, even though I don't think socioeconomic equality is political, but besides the point. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were talking about mad sexy shit like that, and uh, I we both, you know, ended the Zoom being like, oh yeah, let's chat some other time, whatever, whatever. That was a week and a half ago. We haven't talked since. I really enjoyed the conversation. I would definitely talk to him again, but um, not in the means of trying to get a relationship or penis out of it, just bouncing off ideas. One good thing, though, one positive thing I would say that came out of that conversation is I learned that he um, he works in computer science and he works for a college, and I was just like, wow, I should really look into computer science and possibly getting a degree in that because that might be the future. Um, little did I know that there's a lot of controversy about computer science out on the internet. If you could look, if you search up computer science, there are people saying that it's the new wave. There are other people saying that, okay, we really have to rally behind and get people to go into this field. And I'm just like, why aren't people going into this field? I'm very confused, very concerned. And it mainly is because um, I'm guessing people are a little um, mystified by it. In a sense. I don't know how to explain it well but I guess people don't really know exactly what computer science is and how it works and that essentially you really don't need to be good like all the computer science people I know they tell me you don't have to be good at math you don't have to be good at science um, to go into the field and do it and I'm here like that's all I've been told in school is that if you want to go into something related to technology you have to be good at science and math and as much as I want to think that I'm good at science and math, um, I I pick up on the concepts very well. It's the application of the concepts into formulas and shit that just really, really does not click in my mind. Slash, you could teach me one way of doing it and I could accomplish that way of solving a formula, for example, like if we're gonna talk about chemistry, right? Um, but then if you, you know, throw in a different variable or thing or throw a wrench in there to just, uh, you know, screw you up during the test, like a little piece of information that you really don't need for the equation, um, that's going to really mess with my mind. My mind is, when it comes to STEM, is very linear, linear um, when it comes to STEM. And what they don't tell you when you go into STEM is that you can't think linearly. You have to think abstractly or be able to be molded to think abstractly because they teach you in a very linear fashion and then it's up to you 
to apply the philosophies and equations to the test questions and answers. And then for some reason, my brain doesn't work like that. My brain works well with theory. It works well with, um, you know, applications of those theories, but not when it involves numbers um, or letters. And by letters, I mean like chem, like, like, like chem, uh, what do you call those? The things in the periodic table, okay? The elements or whatever, okay? Um, that's a bunch of kablooey to me in my mind. I just, I can't wrap my hands around it. But if we're talking like anatomy, love that shit. I could tackle that shit in a second. Um, sports medicine, tackle that shit. Um, just, just things that require you to um, think abstractly or to apply it hands-on works well for me. You know, I'm kind of glad I'm having this conversation with myself because it's helping me realize what I'm trying to look at, look for in a job slash, um, you know, in the future. Um, such a random tan tangent, but I think everybody should do this type of introspection in terms of what they want from themselves and the world, essentially. Okay, because we're 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 pretty much. I, I hate to word it this way, but we are cogs in the machine. All right. We're all cogs in the machine, or as um, Alex Cooper from Color Daddy likes to call, say, we're all holes, right? We're all holes, and it's true. We're all cogs in the machine. It's just a matter of finessing the system to get what we want out of life, and that's on period, okay? Like, we, yes, we have, we all come to the understanding when we come, when we are adults that, yes, we are just a number, okay? Let's just put it flat out there. We are just a number, but we do have the influence to make changes both individually, globally, um, regionally, all the least, okay? Um, so we just have to really narrow our focus on to what do we want out of life and how can we finesse the system? And by system, I mean the system put in place um, that you know, the systems that try to make money off of us, off us holes, off us numbers. Um, so we just have to finesse around it, all right? You score that bag and do what you want to do, all right? Like meditate in the morning, go to work, come back, have a glass of whatever, go to a happy hour, fuck a guy that you've been talking to, come home, watch some Netflix, and do it all over again, only to make money to go on that crazy awesome vacation that you're going to plan or to be able to afford your dog's pet insurance, um, um, or, or, or to be able to afford your, your awesome car. You know what I mean? Like, like, we just have to finesse the system, and that's why I'm kind of frustrated in that sense that we have to live this way. We shouldn't have to live this way. We shouldn't have to work to live. Uh, is it the quote, work to live or live to work? I forget what it is, but it's that whole go, go, go mentality and just like treating yourself, not how you want to be treated, but how society treats you essentially, right? Um, so we have to be better about, I think, individually and socially, we have to be better about doing things that are going to suit us for the positive 
and suit others for the positive so we can all grow and flourish. Because right now, this is, this is a complete shit show. The, the, the country is a complete shit show. I'm, I, I really don't want to get into it right now. But essentially, it's, 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 a, it's depressing. It's sad. And, um, you know, I really feel for the class of 2020 because they're going into a job market that is sparse. Like, look at this. I'm technically, technically the class 2020, and I'm struggling trying to find a job. I've been struggling to, find, to try and find a job since, I want to say, April. Now it's mid-August. The amount of interviews I've been going on is insurmountable. I can't even begin to count on one hand or both my hands how many interviews I've been on this whole quarantine trying to finesse a job. And for everybody saying, like, why don't you just do, like, Uber anti-postmates? If you look really, really closely at um, the fine, fine writing, is that you're not going to make any more than 150 a week, which is totally fine for me. Totally fine for me. Like, I could make that stretch, sis. I can make that 150 stretch. But I don't have the amount of time to put in to make that 150. Like the amount of deliveries that you would have to make to make that 150, like you're going to have to be working, like I'm not even joking, like 12-hour days, like riding around your car delivering food to people that are not going to even tip you 10%, not even 10%. Like what the fuck is this? I'm working for pennies, literally. Um, but, you know, I can't complain because I do have the option to go and work for Postmates or Uber Eats. Um, but I'm just, I'm just... I have to say, like, it's, it's, it's a literal struggle. And think about it, class 2020, um, we're, we're told when we, go, when we exit high school that college is going to be an amazing opportunity for you to enter the workforce when you have a degree. College is worth the money that you are, you know, putting towards it to get your degree. It's worth it. It's worth it because you're going to enter the workforce at an entry-level job, and that'll be more that you'll get paid than if you just have a, a high school degree or GED. And here is class of 2020. They're coming out of this. And first of all, they're either going into graduate programs or post-doctorate, post-doctorate, not post-doctorate, post-back, yeah, sorry, post-back programs, or they're going into graduate programs, or they're trying to enter the workforce. And with white revenue, unless you already come from a well-to-do family that can support you through that, with what revenue? There's no revenue available. <laughs> like, they're graduating with a degree that they spent, mm, let's say, um, if we're talking about a state university, 80 to 90 grand on, right? And we're told that you have to get a college degree in order to make some kind of entry-level money. Excuse me. Sorry. I took um I took my multivitamin and my medicine about two hours ago and I haven't had breakfast yet. So my stomach is just like revolting. My stomach is like, what did you do to me? You're not supposed to take these without food. What are you doing? And I'm here like, I'm trying to be skinny, bitch. Okay? Alright? So if I'm gonna fucking put fucking multivitamins in your fucking gullet in order to support whatever nutrients you're not getting 
and that I'm still going to be intermittent, intermittent fasting until two hours from now, deal with it. Just don't give me gas, bitch. But what can I expect from my body? It's just doing its thing, and I'm just being an asshole towards it. What else is new? Where was I going with this? The job market, that's right. So so now you're, you're exiting college, eyes wide open. But the pandemic, the pandemic hits hard. And now there are no jobs available. I was this close. You can't see, but I'm measuring about um, half an inch with my fingers, my, my pointer and my thumb finger. I am just a little crumb. I was this close to applying to AutoZone. AutoZone, guys. Can you see me driving an AutoZone truck and delivering product or telling trucks. With the bachelor's in psychology. Let that sink in. I was gonna apply to an $11 an hour. AutoZone. Like, what is this? I mean, I am sending all the good vibes out to class of 2020, cause I, I really, I really feel for them because, you know, we're told to get this college degree and, you know, there are going to be jobs for us and it's going to be great and we can start our lives and such. And uh, then we're applying to AutoZone. And there's no, there's no offense to that, but I'm just saying, like, we really have to rethink as a society and, you know, in, in the states in general as to, like, what is going to be most valuable for our young adults in order to support the economy long term. Um, but yeah, I've, I've come to the fact that I probably will never own a home in my lifetime unless I'm going to make big bucks. Um, I've come to the fact that unless, you know, my parents, I mean, I, I hope this never happens, but like, you know, like, like I could take out their, you know, I could take out their life insurance after they pass away. Like that's fucked up to think, but like, I literally will never be able to probably own my own home. I probably... Let's see what else um, that I'm not going to be able to afford. Probably not going to be able to afford a car or a fairly new car or a fairly used car or a lease for, um, I want to say, in particular to the state I'm living in now, which is New York, which is very expensive to live in. Um, I'm not going to be able to purchase a new car in the next, um, I want to say, seven to ten years. Um, so, yeah. Um you know, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not, I'm trying not to stress about it, but I'm just pointing out that um, it's a struggle. It's a struggle bus. And I, I really don't want to harp on this any longer, but I just, overall, I just want to reach out to everyone listening and say that, hey, I'm there with you. I'm struggling with you. If you need someone to talk to, send a message to the Instagram. Um, or anchor or whatever you know just message me we can have a little chit chat you know or if you want to be on the podcast let me know and we can schedule something where we we can harp on it longer um but yeah i just i literally just want to put that out there that hey hire me that'd be great two i'm there for you guys because i feel your pain and three i would love to have more educated discussions on you know improving society improving self and um 
short term and long term um for lack of a better word things that could benefit us okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna take a motherfucking u-turn k-turn if you wish okay we're gonna go and uh head back the other way we came from in terms of talking about love pain pain in the vein pain in the vein in the aim aim to aim vein to vein pain to vein all those all those holes being filled or not being filled um modern dating sucks it really fucking does um ghosting not fun you could pretty much uh plan out your whole wedding honeymoon engagement party um bachelorette and bachelor parties um and the whole shebang before the second week of texting a person i'm gonna go and ghost your ass um it's 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 just very interesting how close you get to someone very fast only for them to just hit block or ignore your texts. You know, it's just, it's super interesting how that happens. I'm not salty because I have to say, I do it myself. I really do. I do it myself. But I was having a f- conversation with my friend Steph the other day. I'm still trying to get her on the podcast, but she's very intimidated by it. Um, don't know why. Like, girl, I'm literally wearing a robe. I have my headphones on and my headphone one of the ears is broken so it's just hanging by a thread it's jiggle 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 right here next to my ear i can't even i try to place the pad on my ear and i can't i can't it doesn't stay it's just hanging by a thread um but i'm too lazy to call the customer service department to see if i still have a warranty on these um because you know social anxiety i'm I'm just kidding i just don't want to be let down by the customer service department only for them to tell me that I probably would have to, it'd probably be more cost efficient to buy another pair of headphones to get these fixed. But um, you know what? We're going to keep this, we're going to keep this going. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to wear the shit out of this until the other headphone, the other ear pad pops off. Um, But yeah, so I was talking to my friend Steph and we were just like, why do we entertain these guys? Like, why do we entertain these guys? If, you know, first of all, we know we're going to ghost them later on um, or we don't like them completely or um, like, yeah, we're enjoying the talking phase slash hooking up phase, but like, I don't really want to take this further. Um, I was just discussing like, why, why do we feel the need to do that? Why do we do that? And I don't know if it's because of the dating culture has changed over time. Um, I don't know if it's because we are we are just realizing as you know Gen Zers and millennials that uh, I kind of want to love myself first before putting effort into other people because as we're learning, people suck. Some people suck and some people are great, but it's gonna take a lot of rolling, like you know, flipping through the suckers to get the people that are great. And uh, as um, people in my generation are notoriously known for. Um, and stereotype for is that we have no patience. We have no patience, and um, oh God, 
guys, remember, remind me to take my beds with um, food because this is getting a little too crazy. I'm like, uh, it's to the point where I'm feeling a little nauseous, but you know, I'm just going to go downstairs and eat, eat a yogurt or whatever. But besides the point, um, I'm assuming it's because we want, not that we want, but we're stereotypically, stereotypically notoriously known for just wanting, wanting a soul partner, life partner, anything, food, um, books. I'm sorry, I'm just speaking from experience, but we want things on demand, you know, and we have to learn that life isn't like that. Like, you can't expect for things to happen then and there. And sorry, guys, if there's a change in audio, I like clicked another button again. I had to learn. I had to really learn how to use this microphone. But it's because we want things on demand and we're trying to squeeze, put someone into our, like, not force, but like, you know, coerce someone into our realm in order to meet our needs of, you know, love, companionship, and affection. And um, we're trying to expedite that. Oh, no. I really didn't want to. I just accidentally activated my AirPods and I didn't want to do that because I'm trying to record a podcast. Anyways. Um, and we we really try to expedite that. Like we're, we're trying to expedite everything in life. Some things I get that you could expedite, all right? Like um, I don't know, mail and like ordering food, whatever. But can you really expedite love? Like, are we in the companionship or fuckery? Like, can we? Does that actually work out long term? I would like to see studies on this because it's not working. It's not working for the average folk, you know. Um, at least um, from me and my friends' perspectives, um, the relationships are, that are working out are the ones that, they're, they're people that we meet in person, they're people that we know already, they're people in our friend groups. That's what I've been noticing, that the, the relationships that work out stem from this. So why are we pushing these dating apps? Why are we pushing up, pushing these fucking apps? You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's a new normal that I can't, wrap my head around or get behind yet i still participate at the same time and i think this cognitive distance this cognitive dissonance that you experience when you know talking to someone only to talk to them only to maintain them is really costing us a fortune because you know we're not going to find anyone this way I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest you know um and for those of you who don't know um cognitive dissonance is the feeling we get when we have two opposing thoughts on the same subject. So um, if I cannot make up my mind about a t- something that is cognitive dissonance, and the thing is your body and your brain does not like being in a mode of cognitive dissonance. We try to make up our minds in some way, and we like to pick a side, so to say, in order to dissolve that cognitive dissonance because it gives for lack of a better word, it gives us our bodies anxiety and our brains do not, does not like it. So that's why if you ha- are having a hard time making a decision on a subject, um, that's why you, f- you feel those emotions. It's because your brain can't make up its mind and it doesn't like that. It wants to make up its mind. And by not making up its mind and prolonging you making up your mind, it just, it just furthers... Um, you know, the anxiety in your body and in your mind. So that's why you might be feeling that. Um, but 
but yeah, so essentially, we're literally prolonging the kind of dissidence that we're facing when, yeah, we're talking to these guys. Um, are we going to meet up with them? perhaps not in this pandemic i guess but like some people are in this pandemic i considered it in this pandemic um in real life um not real life i'm sorry and that was that was kind of mean um let's say life pre-corona would this have worked essentially maybe perhaps um but i really think that it really feels like it's like a one in a hundred chance and you know stereotypically we don't have that time we don't have the time to be trying to find that one hundred that might work out, you know. Um, and I pull this just to get in my ass. Um, so, but that's that's my point on that. Um, another point I would like to make is, if you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Let us again. I am quoting Wannabe by the Spice Girls. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. That can't be. I was about to say that can't be any further from the truth, but that's not what I meant to say. I meant to say the opposite of that. Obviously, my brain's working pretty well, you know. Had a 9 a.m. interview, okay? My, my brain's is a little fried. They're a little fried right now, okay? I haven't had my coffee, and my stomach is rumbling from the amount of fuckery I put into it without food so excuse me I'm so sorry um if my brain's a little slow this morning but but yeah um how true is that guys and that goes with everything if you want to be my lover you got to go with my friends they say that you are the five people you hang out with most right like that's kind of like your personality it's kind of how you um you know face the world um how you portray yourself is, is through your friends, essentially, like who you hang out with. Like, you know, um, if you have a good influence of friends, um, I'm sorry, if you have good, if you have friends that are, you know, a positive influence in your life, it's going to make a positive influence on you and how you represent yourself. Um, and, you know, vice versa with um, friends who may have a negative influence. It might have a negative, it, it's life and psychology that you will most likely have a negative influence on your own life. Um, but in terms of guys, there's a delicate balance that we face. And by guys, I mean just, I'm talking about the heterosexual normative um, relationship at the moment, because um, that's what I'm familiar with. But I guess in general, like, besides considering the feelings of this partner, you have to consider the feelings of your friends. Like, and I, and I, and I, kind of agree with it like yes your, your lover does have to get along with your friends your friends have to approve of him because you know your friends are going to be able to let you know if they're going to mesh if he if he or she or they will mesh well with you um and with the friend group and you know essentially if they're going to be a good influence and a good addition to the partnership that you will have with this person and if they don't get with your friends, that should be red flag number one. If they don't get it along with your family, that's red flag number two. You know? Um, if they don't have similar views or beliefs, that has to be number three. Um, I was having a conversation with my dad the other day, and he said that, you know, Sab, what happens if you, um, you know, get into a relationship and you find out that this person has a different um, political ideation than you do? 
Um, it might make things tricky, Dad. I have to say, it might bring things a little tricky because I do want to have someone. I do want to be partners with someone that has similar views and beliefs and values than me because it'll make the relationship go much more smoothly. I'm not trying to educate my partner. Uh, and I'm speaking from for myself, the perspective of myself. I'm not trying to educate my partner. I'm not trying to argue with them. Debating is fun. I love debating. I'm willing for a nice, lighthearted debate. But arguing with someone that you want to build a relationship with and build trust and companionship and affection with, and they don't really necessarily agree on or share the same values, beliefs, morals, and all that stuff, um, I don't know. That kind of relates to the, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my beliefs. You got to get with my morals. You got to get with all that shit, all that shit, because I'm not trying to educate my partner. You know, I wonder if anybody else is out here like that, like just text me or message me because it, it, it sometimes feels very lonesome because it feels like we are all just dating to date, which I think is fabulous. You should date to date or fuck to fuck just to see what you like in general. Um, but again, as a society, we want things expedited. We want things now. We want love now. And it's very helpful that, you know, some dating apps have, you know, the filter of, you know, do you want kids? What's your political ideation? Um, are these, um, deal breakers for you? Yes, it's very helpful. I do. That's, that can be very great, but at the same time, it's hindering. Um, but at the same time, I guess it's cutting out the fat, so to say, quote unquote. Um, but guys, like, please keep these red flags in your back pocket. If, if your partner is not, if your partner does not get along with, with your friends, a red flag. If they don't get well with your family, another red flag. Um, if they're just like a negative influence on you, red flag. You're trying to build yourself up, okay? That's what we're here to do. At least from my perspective on earth, we're here to lift ourselves up and to just do good by ourselves and to others, you know? So why would you want to engage in someone and spend your valuable energy on someone that does not do that for you? Mm, doesn't sit well with me. Um, another thing I would like to bring up are bra girls. Um, it's a fairly new term. I want to say that is coined by, I want to say TikTok, right? It's coined by TikTok, the, the notion of bra girls. What I, what I get from what bra girls are um, is, you know, I could just look in the mirror and describe to you exactly what a bra girl is because I am a bra girl. Um, they're just a girl who is mad chill. She's with the shits. She's not going to give you a fake person persona she's not gonna be fake with you she's true to herself right essentially that's what it is at its core uh physically they um they may wear sweatpants all the time they may wear a bun in their hair all the time okay they might look a little disheveled from time to time you know they might wear dirty sneakers you know like like they're just mad chill people that can easily adapt from what I see to different friend groups and in particular to guys like they from what I understand and my perspective on it is that bra girls are just tom girls that grew up let that sink in 
bro girls are tom girls or tomboys that just grew up like we were the girls who instead of playing barbies or hopscotch on the playground we were playing soccer with the guys playing flag football with the guys we were you know not really into like the floofy floofy stuff which i'm not saying that's something to poo-poo so to say i love the floofy floofy stuff from time to time but you know i like getting down and dirty i like getting rough you know and i think that's what a broke girl is it's like we're not bullshitting anything we're truly being ourselves in and out and i it's just interesting how on tiktok it seems that bro girls support bro girls right like we're all supporting each other for being bro girls but i just want to know like what is the perspective in terms of heterosexual relationships like what do the guys think of these bro girls because so far i haven't seen much on tiktok of like guys praising bro girls or being like being with a hmm girl in comparison to being a bro girl you know what i mean like but at the same time it's not their place right let me say that again it's not their place all right um when it comes down to it, I think you should like a person for being their own individual self, whether they're a broke girl or a girl, you know? Um, but I must say, like, bro girls, you know, 2020, bitch, like, we out here, let's be ourselves. If I want to fucking smoke a J and some sweatpants on the couch while drinking iced coffee with my hair in a bun, cursing and talking about penis, I'm going to do it, bitch. That's what this podcast is about, bitch. We're out here, bitch. If I want to say bitch, I'm going to say it again, bitch. You know? But I, I, I just kind of want to wrap it up on that note. To just be your authentic self. If you want to be out here doing the same thing that I just mentioned before, do it. If you want to be a hmm girl, if you want to be a bread girl, if you want to be all in between and outside of that, It'll be your authentic self because I think that in the end, that's who's gonna that's who you're gonna attract. You're gonna attract those positive or negative influences that you project and put out. So be yourself. Try to do good by you and by others. And finesse the system to get what you what you want in a path and without screwing over other people. Okay. Let me let me make that clear. Do well by others, be true to yourself. I forgot what the third point is. I'm sorry. I got that still in my brain. <laughs> um, and just project what you want to receive. Project positive vibes, you'll get positivity back and positive experiences. Project negativity, that's what you're going to get back. So I'm not going to get all foofy-foofy and talk about the law of attraction or like meditation and stuff like that. That could be another episode. I just wanted this to be a quick and lighthearted episode. But we can get into that another time. And, um, you know, I am crying wolf at this point by saying period, episode, period, episode, period, episode. But it's going to come. It's going to come soon, I promise. Um, and, and yeah, and um, I want to have Anj back on the episode um, for a segment about... Um, you know, also modern dating because she and I have an interesting perspective slash we also coined, her and I coined a term to be used for these men, these disposable men at our fingertips from these dating apps. So I'll keep you up to date with that. Um, I'm going to be, I'm putting this out on the internet 
also for everybody to hold me accountable that I will post weekly. All right, I'm saying that now. I'm going to post weekly. What is today? If today's Monday, I'm going to post weekly on Mondays. I feel like that's a fair thing to do, right? Um, and I'm going to post by 5 p.m. on Monday. I feel like that's fair, you know? Um, so, guys, I hope you have a great day. Um, I did not mention this at the beginning of the episode. I probably should have, but you know me, girl. <laughs> um, I changed the name of the podcast. Surprise. Um, so it's no longer the Chaotically Bree podcast. It is now the Scrambled Brains podcast or Scrambled Brains on, um, you know, Apple, Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. That's what you have to search up now. Um, so, so yeah, um, the podcast is no longer Chaotically Bree. Where did I come up with the name Scrambled Brains? I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, my brains are scrambled. Like, literally, um, you're making a scrambled egg and you're looking at it. And there's, you know, there's all these things happening in the in the in the skillet all these things happening all these random pieces you know they're just vibing fluffy yummy yellow <laughs> what if you're eating egg whites white and color i guess those are my brains i have a lot to talk about and um hopefully it's enjoyable and hopefully hopefully it keeps your attention because i know my I, don't, I know my scrambled eggs does do whatever verb i'm supposed to use for that um but but yeah i appreciate you all listening i hope you guys enjoy the new name um there's going to be a new rebranding coming out soon i'm working on some um you know branding and you know not what, what do you say podcast cover there you go and stuff to include on the instagram because I, I would like to um have a bigger reach so if you guys enjoy this podcast please share it to your friends or um send them the instagram name the instagram name is now the scrambled brains podcast and that's the new instagram name um share it and they could click on the link tree i do have a link tree set up and they can click on that and they'll be able to access the podcast from wherever they access their podcast i have about four or five links on that link tree that um should be fairly accessible to anybody wanting to listen to this um, so, so yeah, I hope everybody has a great day. I hope you guys are putting out good stuff into the internet and I hope that you get your holes filled. All right. Love and peace and always bye bitches. Have a great day.